Good morning, everyone, and welcome to today's Mercury, a broadcast of hope. Today is day 102 since we came back on the air. I'm joined by Dr. Rosalind Clark, and we have a special treat for you today because Wade Hogue has stopped by the station after an extended absence. Good to see you, Wade. Thanks, Max. Good to be seen. So where have you been, Wade, and what made you stop by today? Well, I've been spending a lot of time out and about in the countryside, rounding up survivors and ferrying them to encampments, just trying to keep too many stray people who don't know what they're doing from getting themselves turned into more zombies. Don't need to be fortifying the numbers of the enemy, you know? Well, that sounds like hard but rewarding work. It is. I figure, though, that since I've got these skills and this knowledge, that I might as well put them to use helping people out. But as far as why I stopped by today, it's to give folks a little bit of advice. About a week ago, I was fairly far out in the field, and I came across a high school football field. Being a private school, it had some pretty good fencing, and the stadium itself was made of thick concrete and had iron gates. Looked pretty secure. Listeners, let me tell you, I've never seen so many zombies in one place. Big crowd of people attracted them, and they were trying to get through the fence? No. Worse. They were all inside the stadium. Big crowd of people, and just one of the infected got in, and, well, it wasn't pretty. And I don't want to traumatize the listeners. I know you try to keep a sunnier view on things on the broadcast. I appreciate your discretion, Wade. And I'm sure the listeners do, too. So what's your advice? And how does this differ from what you're doing, helping people to find encampments and communities? Unfortunately, we're living in different conditions than we're used to. Things like stadiums and arenas and stuff like that look really inviting because the security is pretty good. But when you get that many people in one place, it can get a little chaotic. Plus, they're not built for people to live there. They're designed for people to come, stay a couple hours, and then leave. It's just not a good place to stay long term. When I take folks to communities and stuff, there's usually a very rigorous physical inspection, followed by a quarantine. We found that most people who are infected will turn within 18 to 24 hours. But most places quarantine for three days just to be on the safe side. And there's populations maximums at, one, at any one location. So if the place is full, they just get turned away? Not exactly. One policy I've tried to get communities to adopt is when they're getting close to population maximum, like about 85%, they go ahead and they split the group. While they're building up, they scout the area for suitable locations nearby and start getting things fortified. That way, when they get ready to split, they have everything ready to go in the new location. But what's the population maximum? It's different everywhere, depending on the situation, but I counsel folks to never let it get over 100. 100? That's not a lot. No, but it's for everybody's own good. And it's not like you're stuck there. Folks can switch places. We're trying to build communities where folks can help each other, learn new skills, and try to build a new normal. It's just better to get everybody spread out a little. But don't resources get used more efficiently in more dense living situations? That's one of the reasons cities would get so big. There is often a resource nearby or some other strategic reason to have a settlement, and then efficient use of resources just let it grow. That's true. But like I said, we're living in a different world now. There are some sacrifices beyond just creature comforts that are having to be made. And by and large, everybody seems to be getting along okay. I actually wish I could convince you three, along with that family in the lighthouse, to come out to one of the bigger communities. There's one with some room not that far from here. No thanks, Wade. I know you mean well, but we've got an important mission and a responsibility to our listeners right here. So you've said. I just hope your stubbornness doesn't get you killed, or worse. But at any rate... I just wanted to caution your listeners about using facilities like stadiums and arenas and getting populations too big. I suppose it could work, but my experience so far is that it's just too risky. Thanks for the tip, Wade. It's good to see you. Did, um, 
Did you bring us anything? <laughs> yes, Max. I brought you all more shampoo, a little bit of gas stabilizer, and some engine oil for that generator of yours. Also scrounged up a bit of chocolate, although this stuff is getting harder to find and also stale. I'm sure Agnes will still love it. Let's wrap this up and go tell her. Sounds good. For Wade Hogue and Dr. Rosalind Clark, I'm Max O'Brien for Mercury, a broadcast of hope. We'll talk to you all again tomorrow. Take care of each other. <laughs>